Hello, everybody, and welcome to Living in the Third Degree with BPD. My name is Brad Shattuck, and I am your host. This podcast is about my personal experiences, stories, and events with dealing with borderline personality disorder, otherwise known as BPD. My experiences with BPD is due to my wife, now ex-wife, who I have been with for 34 years, was diagnosed with BPD in 2012. And I want to share my experiences with you so that if you are someone who has somebody in your life with BPD, that you may relate to what I'm saying along with my personal tips and suggestions that may or may not work in your specific situation. And if you are someone who has been diagnosed or think you may have BPD, that you may recognize the signs and understand the havoc and turmoil that it can have around people that are involved in your life. Let me caution you that I am in no way qualified or certified in the field of mental health and that my personal suggestions are merely my personal opinion and do not recommend that anybody take any mental health therapy into their own hands, but to personally seek out the help from a professional in the field of mental health. And furthermore, if you are a couple, you might even consider counseling to help further your relationship a little bit better. So with that being said, I hope you enjoy the show. Thank you again for listening to Living in the Third Degree with BPD. My name is Brad Shattuck and I'm your host. Today's episode is a little embarrassing. I'm sorry to be chuckling while I'm saying this. Um, And I titled it, I'm Embarrassed About My Second Digital Personality. It's something I've been doing consistently for about three months now. And um, I kind of feel embarrassed about it but at the same time it's the only way I could fill my inner curiosity about how my wife feels about me um, as going through this second digital personality I think you'll find it kind of interesting and I'm sure a lot of people will disagree of what I'm doing some people may agree but it was the only way I could find out how she truly feels about me especially going on two months now that she has um, blocked me on um, any media that I can get a hold of her, Facebook Messenger, texting, phone calls, um, going to her house, knocking on the door, takes me an hour to get there, an hour to get back, and sitting there for an hour, knocking on the door, knocking on her window, being completely ignored, I have to find out her true feelings um, about a lot of things, but I, I think you'll find this episode very interesting. Um, But again, I was very reluctant. I've been wanting to do this episode for the past two months. And I'd say probably 20 times I started and just didn't have the guts to finish it. But anyways, let's get on with the episode. Hi, if you'd like to contact me with any questions, suggestions, or if you'd like to be a guest on one of our shows or would like an email read on the show. You can contact me at thirddegreepodcastnh at gmail.com. That's spelled T-H-I-R-D-D-E-G-R-E-E-P-O-D-C-A-S-T-N-H. Thirddegreepodcastnh. Again, that's at gmail.com. I hope to hear from you. Thank you again. Hello everybody, 
so thank you again for listening to Living in the Third Degree with BPD. So like I said, this episode, um, if you hear me chuckling, I'm not laughing because it's funny. It's just, um, like I said, it's extremely embarrassing. I'll give you a, a quick rundown. Um, my wife, well, ex-wife, as everybody knows, we've been together for 34 years. We were married for 28 years, and um, she divorced me four years ago. We've been going back together on and off, um, and as my last episode says, um, almost on two months that I have not talked to her. She blocked me on Facebook, Facebook Messenger. She doesn't answer my phone calls or texts. Um, I live an hour away from her. I drive up there, two-hour round trip, sit outside for an hour, pleading for her to just give me five minutes, let me talk to her, and she doesn't. So anyways, um, the only people she talks to is my kids, and I can't get them involved asking, you know, how her feelings are about me. So, what I started doing was being a little creative, and I'd make like a... Now, now again, please, I don't want anybody to judge me. It's, and I'm not a stalker, I'm not being obsessive. I just honestly want to know if I am wasting my time trying um, how her feelings are truly about me. Because with her personality disorder, um, you know... When she was, you know, in her, uh, say, right mind, she would tell me she loves me. She doesn't know why she accuses me of cheating on her when I'm just going to the bathroom, um, why she says the things she does. But when she splits, um, you know, she says she hates me. Uh, she doesn't know why she says she loves me. So I never know her true feelings or not. Or if she does, one personality does really love me and the other one really does hate me. I don't know. So anyways, I would make, like, a Facebook um, a fake Facebook and like messenger and say, um, you know, try to friend request her and, um, or text her and say, I, um, oh, anyways, messenger and, you know, try to get a, a friend request from her and try to text her and become friends and it, it didn't work. You know, she said, uh, well, I, why do I have a feeling this is Brad? And, um, sometimes I would text her from a fake number and, um, you know, tell her, um, you know, this number used to belong to a girl named Kelly. Um, I really loved her. I'm trying to get a hold of her. And once in a while, she would open up a little bit, you know, and give advice like, well, maybe you should, you know, uh, love her from afar and, you know, give her some time. Um, but then again, it would always, you know, pretty much just be a quick conversation. You know, I would add in there, you like, you know, um, you know, you as a woman, um, you know, what do you think I should do? Um, you know, are you with somebody at the moment? Um, you know, when you broke up with your husband, did you did you love him when you broke up? You know, and she wouldn't obviously answer to a stranger. So I was kind of at, a, at, at an impasse, and I didn't know what to do. You know, I'd try to ask, you know, friends of ours that knew her to try to ask her. But again, it, she's going to tell them what she wants them to hear at that moment. If they get her on a bad moment, she's going to say she hates me. Anyways, I, I didn't know what to do. So, I started thinking of being creative. I said, ah, I got an idea. She is into tarot cards um, almost obsessively. Like, when she had gotten a few chunks of money here and there, like her COVID check and her inheritance, she would buy tarot cards at like 30 to $50 um, a pack, and under her bed she probably has 
oh, no exaggeration, probably close to 40 or 50 different tarot cards. Um, you know, they have different themes. Some are, you know, moon-themed, um, animal themes, uh, people themes, love, and some oracle, you know. She was explaining the different ones, you know. At first, I'm like, you know, you're not going to get a different answer. You know, if you do your tarot reading and it says, um, you know, you're going to be alone for the rest of your life, you don't grab another pack of tarot cards and try to get a different, you know, um, answer. But it wasn't that. It's, you know, for different uh, questions, different themes. And anyways, long story short, it kind of made sense. Well, anyways, on YouTube, she has probably about 20 different tarot readers that she follows. And there's this one guy... I won't give his name, but he's um, a pretty, he's got a huge following. I, you know, we're talking, you know, like, I think it's like 100,000 subscribers, and, you know, he does tarot readings all the time. Well, this is her favorite one. So anyways, one day, um, she has an Instagram, and I did um, uh, a fake Instagram account under this guy's name. So one day I sent her a message, and I said, um... You know, I see you're a subscriber of my YouTube channel. I'm offering a free reading. Um, if you get back to me, blah, 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 blah. Well, lo and behold, she got back to me. This is probably about three months ago. So, um, in the beginning, she was like, you know, how do I know this is the real, um, you know, guy, you know. So, I said, well, I'll tell you some of the readings that, you know, you subscribe to. And maybe that'll prove it because I knew which episodes she watched and uh, that she's an Aries and so finally she believed it so anyways um, I started messaging her and um, she said you know it's hard to believe you know as big as you are that you're just messaging me out of everybody and I said no there's probably about 200 people that I have in my circle that I private message I don't message everybody and if there's something, you know, about some of the comments you leave on my, um, you know, videos um, that seems striking, I kind of, you know, take the name down and kind of put you in my circle. So it's unbelievable. So I jump forward a little bit until probably about a month, month and a half ago. Um, she started to get more personal. So I started asking, like, you know, like, are you in a relationship? And she's like, no. So she started giving the details. You know, I divorced my husband. Um, and, you know, some of the questions I asked probably, I do feel kind of ashamed about this. And, and it's not right. You know, if I don't get the answers from her face-to-face -face with me asking, and, you know, I, I understand. If that's the risk I take, if I look at her and say, do you love me? And if she really does but says, no, I don't, um, that's her way of responding. And I have to accept that. I have to understand she has that right to lie to my face. Um, maybe she really does love me, but she's afraid of abandonment, you know, which everybody with BPD and her, you know, that's their biggest fear. Maybe in her mind she believes... I love him too much for him to walk away from me, so I have to lie and say I don't love him to keep him away so he doesn't leave me. So I understand what I'm doing is deceptive, but at the same time, I want to know. <coughs> Excuse me, I do have a, a cold going on, so I'm sorry about the sniffles and the coughing, I apologize. Um, 
you know, but at the same time, I want to know if I'm really wasting my time trying to get back with her and, um, you know, if I'm wasting my efforts. So that's the only way I convince myself that it's not as deceptive. You know, it would be completely deceptive if I was doing it just to find out, like, haha, she really does love me, huh? She isn't with somebody or she is with somebody. Because that's her right to do what she wants. We're not together. We're not married. Um, and I wouldn't like it done to me. You know, giving answers out to somebody that I didn't want having the answers. But that's not my case. Like I said, I really... You know, and, and the same thing. If somebody was a stalker and obsessed and didn't have any good intentions, um, they just... You know, like say they're with somebody else, but they want to make sure... The other person isn't with somebody else. Like, I'm sleeping around, but I don't want her sleeping around. I'm with somebody. I don't want her with somebody. That would be 100% deceptive, and that is wrong. And I would definitely not do that, and I don't condone anybody of doing that. But like I said, with me, I am not with anybody um, whatsoever. I don't even have a female as a friend. Even though we're not married, we're divorced, I'm 100% thankful to her because I love her. There is not one woman in this world that I'm attracted to, that I want as a friend, that I want near me or in my life except my wife. I want her back. I want her as my friend, my lover. I just be there. I, lo I love her with all my fucking heart and soul. I really do. So I want to know if I'm wasting my time and with this other personality that I created, um, again, it's wrong that I'm using it out of deceptive purposes. I do understand that. And if she ever found out, I wouldn't blame her for being upset because it is sneaking away. But like I said, if she really does open up and say she really doesn't want anything to do with me, doesn't love me or whatever, I'll let it go and I can understand. But she won't answer my calls, my texts, my um, visits when I go there. So I don't know her true feeling. So, <coughs> excuse me. So anyways, I, you know, that's pretty much done with my explaining and, and apologies. I just really don't want hate voicemails or emails from anybody saying, you know, it's wrong what you're doing. Um, I understand that. But like I said, I have true intentions and... Um, while doing it in true intentions, um, you know, for, for what I'm looking to get out of this. All in all, I understand it's wrong, but I don't just don't want anybody judging or sending on, you know, hate replies. So anyways, after she entrusted and believes that I'm this tarot reader, um, you know, this guy, I had to watch a lot of his videos to understand his personality, his language, how he talks, um, like one of the things he always says is anywho, so I throw that in there, and one day she said, now I know this is the real guy, and I said, how's that, and she's like, just the things you say, like anywho, and, um, you know, some other key phrases, so that's why I had to watch a lot of his videos, so in the last couple of weeks, I've gotten real personal, and I said, you know, um, you know, um, are, you know, you still in a relationship right now? Um, you know, and she would answer back no. And then I said to get more detailed, actually just last night. 
she was she brought up the subject about some sexual natured stuff and um i said well since you said you haven't been with anybody you're not with anybody has it been a long time for you and she said no and she admitted the last time she had sex was with her ex meaning me and again it made me feel dirty to ask that but at the same time i was relieved knowing that she isn't sleeping with anybody because it would kill me if i found out and again that would be my own fault if she admitted it and said she has a friend with benefits or has had sex with somebody it would absolutely kill me but at the same time i understand it would deserve it don't ever ask anybody a question you're afraid to get the answer you know if you're afraid you might get a certain answer then don't ask because you might get that and if you get hurt you know that's your own fault so anyways uh, i was sometimes cringe enough to ask a question and you know relieved of the answer i get and, and i'm sure one of these times if i keep doing this i'm gonna get the answer i don't want to hear but you know when she would bring up about her ex me um she would say you know i was with him for 34 years we had children together i still love him but i'm not in love with him you know no i'd never get back with him now again these are what i was looking for was to get answers but at the same time she's lied a lot of times and fabricated stuff when she's answered and i'm sitting there going you're such a liar because she would say things like he's still stalking me um i hear noise in my backyard i know for a fact it's him i've heard his phone ring it's a lie i have not been to her house in over two months um she would make up lies about the past saying that you know it's very abusive physically and emotionally that is absolutely a lie i've never laid my hands on that woman she's got it reversed she was the one who was mentally and physically abusive um i'm not saying i was perfect but i never laid my hands on that woman i could never ever that'd be like you know you getting a puppy and loving it or a cat loving it and then smacking it to abuse it you know how could you have something so faithful that loves you and hurt it i am so against men hitting women so dead against it i would never lay my hands on that woman i swear if i did i would hate myself so much and i would probably hurt myself back or i i'd walk into a bar and start if i just get the shit kicked out of me um and god forbid if anything ever happened you know i've seen on movies where somebody just goes like smack somebody and if something happens they slip and fall crack their head and die or something i'd i'd end my life i really would right then and there um but the bottom line is no i have never touched her um there was one time she got a bloody nose from me but that's only because i was blocking her punch and because i missed blocking the punch my hand hit her nose but that was completely by accident and even she knew that and she admitted out she's like you know i know it's an accident but i had it coming to me i did punch you in the face twice but even then i felt bad you know i was like oh my god i'm sorry i was trying to stop and i i was the one crying and she's like why are you upset i was the one hitting you but anyways off that subject because that's really so subject with me man if you're with a woman i don't care what they do or say to you i don't care if they're beating the shit out of you defend yourself just to block the punches don't ever hit the woman don't i'm telling you that woman picture them the day they were standing at the altar when you were holding her hand putting that ring on their finger would you have smacked her in the face right then and there of course you wouldn't have don't do it now there was nothing that's worth hitting somebody i don't care if they hit you two wrongs don't make it right and i mean it don't ever strike your woman uh, um th no there's no excuse for it nope not at all 
but anyways, I get very upset when she does tell people that I was physically abusive because I'm dead against that. And that's what really gets me. Um, and the other thing she was saying, she was calling me a cheater and a liar. That's false as well. But there was other times that there was stories that she would tell this fake personality, um, fibs, and make up things to make herself look better, you know, to get sympathy. So then I'm thinking to myself, you know, here I am carrying this charade along and looking for the truth, but is she really looking for the truth of sympathy? You know, by her saying that I was physically abusive, a cheater, and a liar, she really doesn't love me. Is she just saying that stuff to get sympathy? So again, here I am confused. You know, now I really don't know the truth. But there is one good thing that does come out of this, even though it's deceptive, is she would ask things like, you know, when I try taking him back, you know, he would tell me he loves me, but I don't really know if he loved me or if he loved the reaction um, that I was giving him when he made me feel good. Um, you know, anyways, she was asking a lot of things, so I would give her advice back. Obviously, you know, when you get advice from a doctor, they're going by textbook, you know, by, you know, what you're saying. I'm giving her advice based on it's me. So I would tell her, you know, judging by what you're texting and what you've told me, I think he really does love you. And this is coming from a man's perspective and, you know, my little bit of um, psychological um, professional experience. I'm not talking about me personally. I'm talking about the guy she thinks she's talking to. And, um, and she's like, you know, thank you very much. And, you know, so there's many times that she was doubting things about me. And I was telling her, again, from a man's perspective and from my experience, you know, I think he was doing this because of this and doing it that way because of this. And, you know, and it, obviously I'm not lying to her, you know, because I could be deceptive and say, you know, yeah, he really does love you. He wants you back just to say that while I'm with somebody else. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to be with her, but I don't want her with anybody else. That's not the case, you know. And then there was one time she said, can you do a private reading for me? I don't have tarot cards. I don't read tarot cards. I don't know how to read them. So I said, maybe he has my chance to pour out my feelings to her. So I asked her, you know, what do you want me to read? And she said, I want past, present, and future. So I'd ask her, do you want me to, you know, get more in-depth about like your living situation romance and she said yes 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 so I thought about it watched a few tarot card readers and um, texted her back and I said okay here's what I see and I said you know I can see in the past um, you know your relationship was very strong had it highs and lows you know I explained so that when she saw it she could say wow this guy really does know his stuff so that way she would, you know, believe me. And, and I didn't lie in any of these readings. Yes, it was the truth through deception. But, you know, I tell her, you know, um, and it looks in here like a lot of times you didn't believe that he really did love you and that he was cheating on you. But I can see in here he really did love you. Truly, honestly, loved you with all his heart and soul. And that he was really faithful to you. You know, whether you believe it or not, he was. And then when I went to present, I said, you know, he's hurting. He is not with anybody. He has um, been faithful to you, even though you're not together. 
all he wants is you. He's not seeking anybody else, doesn't want anybody else. And it almost seems here, even if somebody approached him, he doesn't want anybody but you. So, and then when I went to future, I said, this is where it was confusing. It said, he loves you that much. And if you did want him back, the answer is yes. You guys will get back. It's all up to you. Because he wants you. He wants a future with you. But it seems like you're very confused. So, it would go in her court, uh, you know, where she wanted the relationship to go. So that's how I kind of had to play this all out. So when I sent it back to her, she was, you know, because as I explained in my previous messages, she had a fling with somebody um, about eight months after we were separated, and she really fell head over heels for this guy. So I think what she really wanted to hear was, you know, that maybe this guy still has mind or this and that. So she responded back, and I was upset. She said, you know, I'll never get back with my ex, you know, about the future. I was hoping, you know, I had my mind, you know, set on somebody else. Um, I wish this guy would have let me love him, blah, 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 blah. So I'm like, great, how do I get this guy out of her head? So this was where it was very deceptive. I texted her back and I said, well, I did another reading just on your love life. And this gentleman that you're thinking about has moved on. When he was with you, it was deceptive. It was only because he was lonely at the time, he knew you were lonely at the time, and he used you, you know, why he needed you. It never was going to be a long-term relationship, um, you know, because I knew the background about it, that, you know, he was, you know, really just using her, so I wanted to reconfirm that. And um, I said, but, it, this still keeps pointing back towards your previous relationship, you know, and it looks like here that he had a lot of problems he didn't want to admit to you, but... He's got professional help, um, you know, he has changed, and his, it seems like now his love for you is even stronger than it ever has been, you know, but she kept responding back like she didn't want to see it as me, you know, she wanted, like, somebody else to be in the future, you know, so I would also play it to her advantage by saying, you know, I'm not saying I see you guys getting together, like I said, it's in your court. If, you know, you see that nobody new is coming in your life, you don't see anybody that you want in your life, you can rely on your ex. He'll be there for you if you want him back. And if you do take him, it's not like you're risking being with a stranger, that everything he tells you in the beginning is going to be a lie. You don't know if he's using you. You know, you can tell he wants to be with you forever, but he actually is only going to be with you for a week. You know, at least with your ex, you already have history. When he tells you something, you're going to know if he's lying or not. He really, you know, you're reducing your risk here. You know, if you jump back in with him, you know it's going to last forever. He wants it to last forever. Do you really want to risk having your heart broken again on a stranger, starting all over again, you know, and maybe falling head over heels for this guy in a year from now or six months or even a few weeks from now, having your heart broken again? How many times do you want to keep having your heart broken when you know this person will be with you forever? So... Again, um, that's pretty much the gist of this episode. Um, like I said, again, I, it is, I tried doing this episode so many times, but like I said, it was a little embarrassing because it is deceptive, but my intentions are true, and that's the main reason that I'm able to get through this. The only thing that does hurt me is, you know, she's always, like, sending messages to this guy, like, joking around and stuff, and I keep trying to push it on the subject of how she feels about me, you know, but I do play back and forth because it is the only communication I have with her, 
so I have to take advantage of it when she's joking around. You know, I play along with it, but I gotta always remember not to use my language, things that I would say, you know, things that he would say, like having two complete personalities, you know, almost like what she has with me with her disorder. So again, yes, I understand it's wrong and that these answers are personal. I wouldn't want it done to me. Um, but on the other hand, if I knew, if I personally knew that she had a fake account and was talking to me, asking how much I loved her and stuff, and if I knew it was her, I would go along with it. And of course, I'd be extra strong, like, yes, I do love her. I love her with all my heart. I never did cheat on her, blah, blah, blah. I would play along with it. Now, what if I didn't know it was her and then found it was her? Honestly, I don't think I would really be that mad. I don't think I'd be mad at all, to be honest with you, because I've never told anybody lies about our relationship. I admitted when I was wrong, things I did wrong, things I said, things I didn't say, things I did, things I didn't do. Um, but with her, on the other hand, she can never admit when she's wrong. And with the lies she had said during this, she would be embarrassed knowing that she did make things up. She, you know, said things she probably shouldn't have said, made up stories. So that's where she would be embarrassed and, you know, be really upset if she found out it was me. But anyways, if anybody has, uh, what I really would like is some feedback on this episode. Um, but, you know, honestly, if you think what I'm doing is wrong, but it's right because of my intentions, if it's completely wrong no matter what, I really would like some feedback. So if you can email thirddegreepodcastnh at gmail.com, um, or if you download the Anchor app, you can leave a voicemail message, I really would appreciate it. Um, I really, really would. So, anyways, with that being said, like I always say, if you have somebody in your life with BPD, tell them and show them how much you love them. And try to convince them you won't abandon them. They find it so hard to love themselves, and they find it so hard to believe that you don't love them and that you will abandon them. Don't just say with words. Do it with actions. Love them as much as you can because they find it so hard to love themselves. Remind them with actions. Action is so much better than words. Every day, walk up, give her a hug, give her a little kiss, and just tell her you appreciate her being in your life, and that she's the most beautiful woman you've ever seen, and that you are still attracted to her. Do whatever you can. Remind them. If you love them, you'll do it. It's not hard to do. It doesn't cost you any money, and it's not hard to do. If you can't do that, then honestly, I don't know what to say. You're not doing any good in the relationship. You're not helping it. You're hurting it. I know it takes a lot of work when somebody has BPD, but if you love them as much as I love my wife, you'll do it. You'll go through hoops. And another thing, don't ever lay your hands on your woman. Please, I beg you, don't. But with that being said, thank you again for listening, and have a great day, and hope you have a healthy and happy relationship. You've been listening to Living in the Third Degree with BPD. I hope you enjoyed the show, and please check out my many other episodes. I hope you get some beneficial suggestions from my experiences. And remember, we're all responsible for our own choices. I'd like to remind you that if you have someone in your life with BPD, try to understand them and love them as much as you can, because they find it so hard to be able to understand themselves and love themselves. So thank you again, and have a happy life.